this that classic flow, always the real thing. We ball in KC in honor of the Kansas City Kings. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. KC is my Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. And if you cut me, I would probably bleed. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. See, y'all just send me. NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Jay Bankley in with me right now. Josh Klingler along with B-Dub producing. Uh, We mentioned uh, good coaching moves. And then there's what's going on with the Colts. This is from Jordan Schultz, Schultz Report on Twitter. Covers a lot of the NFL for the uh, the score. He's been around a while. He'll have he'll have some stuff every once in a while. I go, hmm, not maybe one of the household names, but is a legitimate uh, NFL reporter. How about this? Sources. Jim Ursay's number one choice, Bink, for head coach remains Jeff Saturday, while others in the Colts front office prefer different leading candidates. Saturday, I'm told, presented his staff choices during his second interview on Wednesday, meaning he had the second interview. Who would you hire as your offensive coordinator? You know, they kind of went through and, you know, who do you think you'd hire if you were the head coach? That was part of his apparently second interview. The end of his tweet says, Ursay has not sat in on most interviews. Excuse me? You know, Jim Ursay, the one who handpicked Jeff Saturday to take over as the interim head coach is not sitting in on most of the head coaching interviews. Why? This whole thing is bizarre. Jeff Saturday, that one in seven record. I guess he was happy that people were showing up the games. And so he's looking at like ticket revenue. Cause he was, he was excited. People were going to the Colts games, but it's such, it's such an error to go with Jeff Saturday. When the front office wants somebody different, that front office, everybody's just happy to have a job. I mean, there's 32 teams. But we know who's league. making the call there. It's ridiculous. So if he's making the call, we know he's got the privacy. He's got to interview other people, doesn't he? 100%. Doesn't he Jim does. Irsay have to interview other people? And sit in on the interview. You would think right? he would care. Yes. I mean, the guy cares about him. He's tweeting out all the injury reports and everything else. Like, he takes ownership of that. So if he to be sits the in on none of the interviews that. and he hires, essentially, he hires, right? We know he's the boss. He hires Jeff Saturday. What? Because there's no pushback on that. He's the top dog. <laughs> he makes a mistake. People which move is, on because you can't blame anybody. Which is he fine, but don't then give the other people you're bringing in for an interview a chance with the person who's the decision maker. We know the decision maker is Jim Ursay, correct? Correct. He made the decision to release the last guy, correct? He's the reason Jeff Saturday is in the position to be a candidate for the head coach, correct? But he does have experience now. <sighs> That's amazing. That's a like mind blown. What a mess. You got to have that. He's the decision maker being on the interviews. He's just keeping the seat warm until uh, Trent Dilfer can take over. What a sham that is going on in, uh, in Indy. Uh, Bank, you're not happy. You're not happy with the, the awards people. What's going on? Why are y'all mad? Well, there was one, one particular reason. So CBS sports did this thing and I was looking at, so the coach of the year candidates, there's actually five, even though there's only three finalists for it. But the other awards have three finalists. The coach has five. Brian Dable, Doug Peterson, Kyle Shanahan, all deserving to be a coach of the year candidates. The one thing I was shocked on was the fact that Sean McDermott was in this top five. 
Yeah, I've talked all season, Kling. When I was in here on Christmas that week, Christmas, talking about why I think Andy Reid should be considered, and I kept getting pushback. Well, he can't be considered because the team was good last year, and I've always thought that was just total bull. No, you get you get more credit for coming further back in the pack. But Sean than, McDermott, they were the, the Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> right, everybody had them as favorite. But yes, you get more credit typically in these types of awards for for doing something that no one saw coming, rather than for living up to expectations and more. Well, yeah. which is the toughest thing to Normally. do is to repeat. The toughest thing to do is to be good each and every year when the NFL doesn't want to. The fact that he's been the five straight AFC title games, this was going to be a little bit of a rebuild year. I mean, he loses Tyreek Hill. It's arguably up there with the AFC Offensive Player of the Year. And you put Sean McDermott. Okay, well, this doesn't make any sense. So if you're going to say, okay, just go with the young coaches like Nick Sirianni, turning that around. Kyle Shanahan's been there before. That team's been a good team, but he's in there, okay. And he's done it with uh, down the Brock Party as his quarterback, so I give him credit for that. Brian Dayball, sure, for what he's done with the Giants, I and mean, he does make the playoffs. Pete Carroll, I think what he did with the Seahawks and having Geno Smith. All right, why, why not put him in there? But the good coaches don't get mentioned. Bill Belichick, I think, has won in it, or a coach of the year three times. Which is weird because he's always had Tom Brady and always been a decent coach. But he still won. Andy Reid's won at one time. Barbershop. Sean Barber was on the team in 2002. Andy Reid is fifth all-time in coaching wins. He's tied with Tom Landry for number two all-time in postseason victories. Going back, okay, here's the deal, though. If you're going to make the argument, well, if you're good last year, it doesn't count. Then why is Sean McDermott in the top five? Because that's the Super Bowl favor right there. That that's the part that gets me. That, the, didn't, that didn't get there, right? That's the part that makes me, Although, okay, I get it. If you're the just, votes regular season, right? But it shouldn't so. be this way. It should be, can you stay consistent? Can you consistently do it? Can you take a guy like Tyreek Hill out of the offense and even be better? Like, to me, this is Andy Reid's best coaching year with what he's done. With every all these defenses the teams are going up to, we heard what the Bengals are going to do. This is what teams have been doing the last couple of years to stop the Chiefs. It's been go to the lab, find a way to stop the Chiefs, come up with some kind of blueprint to try to stop this team. And we thought last year, okay, teams have done it, but the Chiefs still lead, <laughs> led the NFL in points per drive. They're doing the same thing this year. Best offense, only passing offense over 300 yards a game in the NFL. Okay, I get it. But don't put Sean McDermott as a top five when he was the Super Bowl favorite. That means there was expectations coming in this year. Okay. I get, but if it's a regular but, but, but if it's a regular but if it's a regular season vote, which it is, right? This is a, this is a regular season. Um, even though they're a favorite, they did back it up. I mean, they were, they were the number one seed, if not for a, a canceled game. Take that's, the bullseye. That's, kind of, yeah, that's they, kind of backing it up. Take the bullseye on your back and being someone that teams draft for. You saw the money that people in the AFC West spent money on. I mean, every team that had all these additions to stop the Chiefs. And the one thing is, they're not doing it. Seven straight AFC West titles that predates Mahomes even goes back to Alex Smith. That's the most impressive thing. Of the whole thing. But you lose a dynamic playmaker like Tyreek Hill. You go back to the uh, the board. And they even said it in the preseason. Andy Reid said it in training camp. Petra Mahomes said it in training camp. They're going to spread the ball around. Well, they set an NFL record with 12 guys over 100 yards of, of offense and two touchdowns. Never been done before in the NFL. Chiefs spread the ball around. They found a way to still be the Kansas City Chiefs. Still consistently win games. Yeah, they lost to the Bengals by three. I get it. But all these games were close. And still the fact that Mahomes only lost two games in his entire career by more than one score. You can't find another NFL quarterback that even sniffs that or head coach in the last five years that have only lost two games by more than one score, meaning he's in every single game. But 
The NFL doesn't want this. They want parity. They like that. They look at you being eight and eight or eight and nine now. They they look at consistency. Where where they put your games? Because everybody essentially plays the same schedule except for two games. All right, they can play at home. They're going to play at road. What are they going to do? But the NFL doesn't want this. As much as the Chiefs are cash cow for them and Mahomes being in the postseason, being in five straight AFC title games, league doesn't exactly want that yet. They continue to do it. So yeah. So if if Sean McDermott, that's the one thing that really bothers me about this whole list, Kling, is seeing he was top five. And I get it. He's not one of the three candidates to to win, not one of the three finalists, but he was still named one of the top five uh, to be in this list. I just don't get it. And if that's the parameters, Andy Reid never won it again. He's won it one time, 2002. That's unbelievable. Matt Nagy has as many Coach of the Years as Andy Reid. Kevin Stefanski has as many Coach of the Years as Andy Reid. Yet this guy's number two all time in <laughs> postseason wins. It's that amazing. is amazing. That's yeah. like the, one of the most amazing thing in sports. He gets as much respect as Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick a little bit ahead of Andy Reid, of course. And then there's Andy Reid. All this respect. But when it comes to coach year, he doesn't get it. Why? Because everybody takes him for granted. It is amazing. Well, you mentioned Doug Peterson, which I think is an interesting one. You're like, oh, well, look at what they've had to overcome. I mean, it wasn't like anything like Andy Reid taking over his first year here. You know what I mean? Like that turnaround's better than Doug Peterson's turnaround. No offense to Doug Peterson. But he got him to what? What nine and eight? Well, the one eight. They were a disaster, but got him to, to to nine and eight. I don't know. Andy Reid took over a major disaster. Uh, a a we know that we know the history. Everything that was taken over there. If he didn't get it in that year, bank. Ron Rivera probably, won it. Probably probably never gonna get it. If he so, didn't get it for his first year here no. in Kansas City, probably never gonna win it. But I'm with you. You just don't you just don't get credit, Bill. Like it's 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 Bill Self in the in the Big Twelve for all those years, you know. Well, they're expected to do it, so you, you never got it. And you kind of took it for granted. Like, okay, who's, you know, okay, we, we're all acknowledged Bill Self might be the best coach in the league, but who's number two? Okay, they're the, they're the coach of the year. Oh, no, uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever team was expected to be in eighth and they finished in fourth, we'll give them coach of the year. There's a, that's, that's a little of what goes on, but you're, but you're right. He's just never going to get the, uh, the, the consideration, and I guess you, you put a name on it. Sean McDermott this year. Like, okay, you were in the same kind of boat that Andy Reid is in every year then he shouldn't he shouldn't be considered either. But I think I think both should be considered actually. And I would take both of them over someone who was wasn't supposed to do anything and got to say nine and eight. Jags had a nice season, but Andy Reid had an incredible season, <laughs> and it's still going. And it might it might get to the very end game again. And to to not be considered is is a yearly travesty. Well, the funny thing is, you know, people say, "Well, did Andy Reid win in 2013?" No, he didn't. He took one of the worst teams we've ever seen in this city, if not the worst team, regardless of franchise sport. Royals franchise whatever. bottoming out. You had the whole, you had inside edition up here interviewing people because of Eric Winston's comments. You had the whole Javon Belcher situation. You had no leads for the first nine weeks of the season being compared to the 1927 Buffalo Bison. Andy Reid comes in here, goes nine and zero the next year. Ron Rivera coach of the year. By the way, Belichick won this thing in 2010. <laughs> In 2009, he went 10 and 6. So it's not like he came from the uh, the doldrums. And Bill Belichick wins it after that. And the fact that Andy Reid, it's no respect. It's Rodney Dangerfield of NFL coaching. Absolutely zero respect for what he continues to do week in and week out, season in, season out. The mark of true consistency, tied for second all time in, in divisional uh, wins. And you think about how hard it is, seven straight. The NFC East, as good as it is, 
The last 18 years, they've had 18 different winners. 18 different winners. The AFC West has had one win in the last seven years. And what he's doing this division, this is tough. These people are gunning for him. They want to stop him. They're drafting to stop him. They're making offseason acquisitions to stop him. They're coaching to stop him. You know what? The one thing, they can't. They haven't. Five straight AFC title games. Not only that, the two AFC title games he lost was in overtime. And one was the antiquated rule against Tom Brady because the rules changed because Buffalo didn't get the ball back, even though the Chiefs had the same situation the year before or two years before. It's, it's insane that he gets no respect. So, yeah, should Andy Reid have been considered for coach of the year? 100% so. And I know Doug Peterson, all these guys did great things. There's one guy in the AFC title game. His name's Andy Reid. The Chiefs are not taking the bait, which I think is smart. Next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 7:30, 610 Sports Radio. chance to win a $500 high V gift card for your big game spread three times a day, 20, 830, 840. We're going to take three contestants. We'll have 60 seconds to answer questions about our show's history. The more you know, the better your chances. Someone texted in earlier. Billy should be a shoe in for this. I don't know that Billy's eligible to win. Talk to you later. I guess if Billy called in 60 seconds would be rough though. He's part of the Billy. show. I know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he doesn't qualify. But also, 60 seconds would be tough for Billy, as B-Dub can, can, can well document. We whittled Billy down every week for his recap of the week to what? About two minutes? Two About two minutes? minutes, two and a half. That's not how it, it gets submitted to us. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff to cut down. I mean, there's a lot of content. He's, you know, he's got a lot of notes. That he, yeah, he's got a lot of notes. He goes, but it's, it's only it's, done Monday through Thursday, right? Because Friday's kind of left out. So he's got yeah, four yeah, days, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. He can't. He's got to get that. He's got to get that thing done. So he takes Legend copious Bob. notes. Copious notes. So I don't. I don't think he is eligible to win. But you could be. Uh, one person each day will register to win the five hundred dollar uh, Visa or uh, excuse me, Hy-Vee gift card uh, beginning Tuesday at eight twenty. Um, Hy-Vee can get stuff done, as you know. The official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can get the Chiefs themed cookies, co- cakes, cupcakes, Chiefs plates and napkins, a whole bunch of Chiefs apparel. They have fantastic uh, apparel selection at Hy-Vee as well. For your Chiefs, you can use it on just about anything you want to do at at Hy-Vee. Get your uh, get your gas, whatever. Five hundred dollar gift card for the uh, for the big game will go a long way, and you can win that beginning on uh, on Tuesday. We'll take you throughout the week, one full week, three contestants each day. One's going to get a chance to get qualified. The more you know about the show, the better. There's a significant wind. All kinds of stuff could come up. You know, technology and stuff. Rapid fire questions about There's the show. Juice all over the place. Could be. That's where I went to my beer shopping. You know, maybe maybe I, during think. wild card weekend because I had a different beer for each game because we had the bye week. So, so you went different beer each game out of superstition or just to the super wild card weekend or, or research just for fun. Okay, just for fun. Well, I, I do some research. I there, understand you know that. Oh, by the way, uh, Bill O'Brien just hired back to uh, 
be with Bill. I wonder who he knew there. Yeah. What was what was his in? So Bill O'Brien, which they were incorrectly, you would know this better than anybody, Bankley. They were incorrectly reporting initially. They're like he gets to go back and work with Mac Jones. Who? Uh, they didn't Mac Jones. It was Lane Kiffin's guy, right? They didn't. The time frame, the timeline didn't work while they were both at Alabama. They weren't there at the same time. So I, that one, that one to me was kind of strange. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Why are they saying he gets to work again with Mac? Jones? He did work with Mac Bill Jones. Bill Belichick is so like Bill that O'Brien, mom the OC. or dad, and the kid always comes back. Like the kid goes out, he screws up, he always ends up back at home. Ends up back in the basement. And I know this. Bankley, Bankley. But I don't know. Is, I don't. You're saying that like it's a bad thing, Mister. Belichick is a Mr. guy Return that home. Has an apartment above the garage. And the kids. I don't go think out. you should go there. I don't think you should, you can't go there. They you have can't. their own life. They you get can't. divorced. They screw up. You they can't. end up back in their house. And they play by their rules. You didn't screw up. But they play by their rules. And well, that's Belichick. You didn't screw up. You're just back at the house. It's Bill O'Brien. Josh McDaniels is going to end up back there. You know that. If Bill's still coaching. But you, you know say, McDaniels You be say, there, like, Benjamin. going back to the house is a bad thing, Bing. No, it's a great thing. I just think that You're Bill back Belichick the house, is the right? homeward. He's the uh, land of misfit toys. You're back at the house, right? You know, the problem is Tom Brady's not there. Yeah, I'm yeah. The problem is, <laughs> is Tom Brady's not there. He's not at mom's house either. You're living on the porch again, yeah. I've heard. Is that yeah, true? Porch. Yeah, the porch. Good place. Bank had a uh, apartment flooding. So, see, that wasn't it wasn't anything you did wrong. or you, No. You're just, you're just back in the house. Yeah. All right. You make it sound like it's a bad thing for, for Bill O'Brien to be back in the house, but here you are back I mean, in the Tom house. Tom Brady was there. We, we win, right? It'd be a win-win. Somehow, Bankley's avoiding this discussion. I don't know what it is. Because it makes me look like a loser, Clint. <laughs> no. Jeez. <laughs> you guys, always, you guys yes! always tease me about the yeah. porch when I was on the porch. Yeah, no. It's good. Is it three season, four season? What is it? Two season? <laughs> it's a nice porch. It's heated. Okay. So that's like three. It's yeah. like probably a three it's got season. cable out there. Three yeah. season porch and cable? Yeah, that sounds nice. like a great place to live. I don't yeah, It is. That's fine. Is there a fridge? You got a beer fridge out there? I've got like. Three. Three beer fridges. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait a minute. This is one for a, each level normally. This isn't a porch. This is that? a loft. Yeah. Have one you must keep their beer cold. Have you already picked out your uh it sounds drink? like one of your mantras. One must keep the beer cold. <laughs> Have you picked out your drink for Sunday yet? No, because they'll be here. So it'll be uh energy drinks. Mm. A lot of bangs, a lot of wintergreen. Yeah, two AM, yeah. So when we walk in at four, you'll still be here, right? And Clayton is going to be calling us all excited and confetti be dropping on his head. That'd be He'll great. Be calling in. That'd say, be awesome. Oh, you know what, Jay? I just put the, you know, the one thing I regret is not putting up those champagne bottle corks like in my pocket, like all during the Royals run, like all those champagne bottles. I don't even have corks. any confetti. Do you? No, I don't have any of that. But just, just keeping that stuff from the different, uh, the different locker rooms of champagne. I didn't scoop up any of the confetti either. No, no, no champagne bottles. No, uh, you know, uh, Bud Light uh, <laughs> uh, caps or anything. It could be a great, it could be a great high quality item. I still have uh, Chiefs coasters I use that are the 1980s turf that's been turned into coasters with the Chiefs logo on them. But the 1980s turf has been made in the coasters. That, that's a, it's a little bit better than the fountain water I they sell at the K. No, the, the fountain coast, water coaster are better. Turf coast, coasters better. Coaster will take you a long way. Yeah. I, I like the fact myself. I like the fact that the Chiefs have not get got themselves caught up in any of the trash talk. We know that they're calling it Burrowhead, 
Uh, Travis Kelsey knows that the Bengals are calling it Burrowhead. Getting everybody fired up. We are the loudest stadium in the world on record. 42, yeah. 142 decibels. Did you guys break the record this week? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, we're going to have to break it this week because uh, a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans are calling it Burrowhead instead of Burrowhead. Arrowhead. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, the disrespect to Arrowhead they're, continues. They're throwing, they're, throwing, they're throwing a lot of bullets and board material out there, Ron. <laughs> so they know. Travis Kelsey on the New Heights podcast, along with his brother Jason. Oh, they know what's happening, but no one's taking the bait, which I appreciate. Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm sure a lot of guys are aware of the comments that they're making. Um, I've been playing against this team since I've been in the NFL, so it's nothing new to me. Like they, <laughs> The Bengals, they've always been the raw, raw team, and you know they back it up, and that's what they've been doing this whole season. So it's just more so for us, for me, to go out there and just play just play ball half ons and just talk about shorter pants and helmet. Even the Juju stayed like short of that. He's like, he was in the division with them for a number of years, right? It's like, they're always talking. I mean, they backed it up. <laughs> no, he laid no, out Vontez no, perfect. No, they didn't. When Juju was but there. But they didn't back it up when, when Juju was playing in that division. Other than last he year, took they, out were, Vontez they perfect, were bad. Though. But that? he did. He, he did. did take that out to Juju. He did. Get, but Chiefs have not said a word. That's why they did it with his helmet and shoulder pads, right? Like Andy Reid has got his message clear. This team is not saying a word. Yeah. And they could, man. The Burrowheads got to drive nuts. Yeah. But they're not saying a word. And Justin not, Reed's been like choir boy, you know. He's not even saying a word. He stepped he in at the last go-round. Just don't hit send. He stepped in at the last go-round. He's not doing it this time. That Joe Burrow guy, smart and patient. Just man. on top of the, the arm talent that he has. You know, he can make all the throws, deep balls, short balls. It's just he's also very patient. You know, he makes really good decisions with the football. Hardly ever turns it over. It's really hard um, to get the gimmies. Um, that sometimes you see quarterbacks give the ball away, but with him, you really have to take it away. He's not going to give anything to you. Um, like I said, very smart with the football, very patient, um, and then even uses his legs at times when he needs to, too. Not going to call anybody. Just stay in the course, and I like it. If they want to chirp afterwards, go for it. And believe me, there'll be certain ones, if they win this game, that are going to chirp. Regardless of what Andy Reid might say, we might we might need some bleeps with some stuff on the field after the game. Just, oh, a Frank Clark interview saying. on the field if they win. San Frank, Chris, Chris oh. got me a few a few years ago. In that moment, you never know. But they're gonna they're gonna bite their tongue, which I think is smart now, Big. As much as I love to see the old the old boxing days where the two guys got up and stared at each other and yeah. talk back and forth, let it happen. I, I, I'm firmly in the camp of let it happen, and then when you get it, then you can you can let it all hang out, but you don't need to provide it ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like uh, squawk when you're done. I'm cool with that. Ahead of time, you got to be careful because a lot of times that'll bite you. If the Bengals win, you're not going to want to turn your, turn your TV no. on. You don't want no. NFL Network. You don't want ESPN. You, but don't, then want you don't want anything if the Bengals win. But then win. you don't contribute to it by you didn't back up something you said earlier in the week. You know what I mean? It's going to be insufferable. If the Cincinnati Bengals we don't need that. win this game. We don't need that. Insufferable. The amount of smack they're going to be talking. Feeling, I don't think they care. I don't think Zach Taylor cares what they say. I'm feeling better and better as the week goes on, though. Sure. See that ankle? It's going to look better today yeah, than yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Day before. Yeah. You think he's going to come out today for that brief little showing and be, like, hobbling around? No. He'll probably have a like a George Jefferson walk today. That's what I'd do anyway. I'd completely try to fake out the media. I just keep him on a golf cart all week. And well, you can't. I don't think you can now. 
If you wanted to start with the golf cart and worry, I would, I would now the golf cart with it. Now the golf cart looks like a setback, so you can't have the golf cart now. You had to start with the golf cart and then progress. If you're going to do that, now you can't have anything that appears to be any kind of setback. So now, no, I'm George Jefferson walking all over that plane field today. <laughs> Ankles just fine. I might do a little, might do a little cut for them as well. I might, I might go up and do a little shimmy and. I think we're going to see so much different creativity with his offense. Jet McKinnon, you know, was a college quarterback at Georgia Southern. See him. I think they're going to find a way to get outside the pocket, use Mahomes. I think the blocking will step up this week. I think the plays are going to be a lot more creative. It's going to be a lot more quick hits from Pat. Uh, Jared McKinnon. <laughs> and I know fantasy football is over at this point, but Jared McKinnon, I think, is going to be big time in this game. It's going to be short, quick passes from Mahomes. I think they're going to do everything in their power to help that ankle. I'm just disappointed when I can see the quarterback sneak because I really thought we'd see it come the AFC title game when no mm. one's expecting it. I don't think you can. I thought they would have without anybody expecting it. I don't think that or the, but they're not going to now. You're not going to have the quarterback sneak with that ankle at this point. And, they, and they've shot away don't from think it. Teams just, aren't expecting I, it. I would have done it. I just think you you feel – I feel like you've committed, Bank, to never doing it again. So don't ever do it. I think they would have done it, though. Don't ever do it again. Right time, right place. Uh, and also the, uh, the, the line has moved back at least – uh, for some, I know the uh, the BetMGM app that was checking out t- today. Chiefs were back to the uh, favorite status. The line, which started at minus three in favor of the Chiefs, flipped around and saw it, what, two, plus two, a lot of places, back to minus one today. Yeah, and you know, the Bengals will the be Chiefs tripping about this today because they the, kept looking for something because they're all mad about those tickets being sold, even though they had this. On the uh, the Bet MGM app, they are a minus one now, are the Chiefs. A few of the others have stayed in the Chiefs plus one category, uh, but they have now reverted to a favorite, at least by some of the uh, some of the sites, including the uh, the Bet MGM app now at minus one for the Chiefs being back. Now we're going to argue over who's the favorite and who's not, right? Entering the game. <laughs> Still plenty of time to to get to that one. Uh, Tom Brady revealed what he shared with Patrick Mahomes. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes, Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I actually might have to check out that podcast. NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. You're talking about how often do you wash your denim? Dude said every four weeks. That's a valid, that's a valid, that's a valid question. I mean, can you imagine rocking a pair of jeans for four weeks straight? I think, I bet you that's, I bet you there's answers a lot longer than that. Because, right, there was, you always said, never wash your, don't wash your jeans. Just weren't like, nah, I need to. You got to wash my jeans. Don't get a little funky there. (laughs) I need to wash that thing. But but it's a valid question. How often do you need to wash your denim, I think, is is, uh, is the. uh, How many wears do you get out of a pair of jeans? Yeah, before you wash them. Mm -hmm. What's what's the number? What's the over-under? I would say three, right? I think I. Maybe probably, in college. I probably pushed it to like four. Mm-hmm. But then that fourth day, you're like, okay, it's better. Maybe right. You when, push you, too far. when you hit like, four. You wear the same pair every day all week. You're oh, like, you can't Ugh. do that. What yeah. do you wash more, your jeans or your sheets? 
sheets once a week. If you were single, would that happen? Yeah, that's nasty. I'm just, what was that story we had a couple weeks ago about that? It was gross. The it guy was, hadn't washed his sheets in like two years. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. And it was yeah, how how men now khakis? It was, it was a surprise. It was a surprising uh, study about how single men wash their sheets less. What if than you're anyone me else. and sleep on top of your sheets? That's still on your sheets. No, it's not. It's on your comforter. Well, then wash your comforter more often. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Someone says, I'm on day eight of my work jeans. 913-586-7610. So what do you do? Tell us what you knew. We need more information on day eight of my work jeans. Are you out in the field pushing snow, if climbing trees? If you're swamp button, yeah. out working hard every day, and I mean, this is the time of year. Yeah, it might be a little bit colder. walking on their own. Yeah, them that's jokers. that's a problem. Maybe <laughs> they got now a little it's, talk back to them. <laughs> maybe now it's cold enough you can uh, you can hold off for eight days. I wear the same pair of jeans every day for five days to work in construction, then switch to a new pair the next week. So I'm saying, I think four four. Somebody's probably up there towards that four weeks that you wear them and you don't work in them. Like you just you're just a normal person that wears jeans. What are jeans? Long what? What are jeans? Denim. I'm in shorts jeans. now. Oh, I know. It's true. It is what, 18 degrees, 19? Binkley is the 16-year-old who never changed. Shorts and sweatshirt, man. Never, never put on long pants. Dress over the job you want. You know? That's true. I always, I did hear that for a long time. I'm like, I am. That's, yeah, that's, we, we do. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a hoodie. Yeah. I mean, it's close to shorts time. Another yeah, couple weeks. Yeah, beat up. You're in that. You're in that camp. You're sure, in January. He's been shorts month. Yeah, we're 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 getting there. I never wash my jeans. I'm on month three. Wear them five days a week. Oh my goodness, that can't be real. <laughs> it's awesome. Carpenter. I wash work pants after two wears, maybe three, if it was light work. Going out jeans, I'll wear five to six times, but I know I don't wear them for more than a five hours. And these people are all married too. They have to be. They do last longer in the winter, it says. In summer, these jeans would be swamp-ass mess, and I can't go past three days max. See, that was my value. If you're question. dating, you can't do that. No. We all know that. Yeah, you can't be walking around with no. swamp-ass no. jeans. If you're married, why not? I mean, if, you, if you're dating, no. Someone's a landscaper. What kind of landscaper can you do right now, though? Well, surface stuff. I mean, just push the snow all the way, put some bricks down, whatever. Yeah, Push what snow? I, I saw these snow truck uh, well, there's yesterday. Snow, there's snow in the yard. I'm saying if you're landscaping in a yard, that's where the snow is, right? And the snow would well, be in your yard. I know a lot of yard. landscapers do snow removal and stuff, but mm-hmm. there's no snow to remove. Mm-hmm. We've had what, a total of five inches of snow. I, I saw these snow trucks plows on the streets yesterday. Like, what the hell are you doing? There's like nothing to plow. Nothing. They were pushing gravel. There's <laughs> nothing to do. So the, Yet they were out. Follow-up guy says, I am married. My wife has no idea about my jeans. <laughs> Keep it that I way, brother, because you're going to be in off. trouble. Yeah. As an outdoor welder, when it's cold outside, I wash my jeans once a week. I feel about right. And yeah, you're actually, you're out. But you're actually working in them. We're right. just going to work in them, I think. But I, I, even then, it's like, eh, three, four days. That's about it. And if, if you're you go, working by yourself, and you're not around other people, you know, you may be able to yeah. get away with outside that landscaper. Bit. Yeah, you've you've tried to extend like you're going outside, it's right. fine. I can let Whatever. these ride one more day. I'm not gonna be around anybody until I walk into Quick Trip and 
Who cares at that point? I need something to drink. I have a mostly office job, wear jeans every day. They get washed daily, and then I wear the new pair the following day. Wow. See, I'm not good at that. I My jeans go on a run. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Do they go on that chair in the corner? You know, you yeah, just put yeah, them in? Yeah, My wife hates that. But it's but it's but it would be probably easier to just wear one pa- pair today, let it air. Let, let it set. Wear the next... But I don't. It's like I'll wear that one for three days and then out. And Switch then the other to the per, other you one. Know. Febreze. Put Febreze all over. Sometimes, yeah. My but wife hates that I just put my clothes why on that chair. I should probably, like, rotate every day. I'm more of a, like, a. it's like a three-game series. You're on a heater. It's like a th- yeah, it's like a three-game series. <laughs> You're on a heater. Every series. I can get three out of these and switch maybe to that, the other. Maybe that's all I'll do it just to keep, make sure you're doing it every Royal Series this year. Like, just series is over. Oh, time to change out the jeans. Construction guy here, two wears per wash. My man. There's a lot of people do stuff for superstition, like for games. You wear the same pants or the same if the Chiefs win. Mm-hmm, We've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of that lately. Mm-hmm. Wearing, I know I used to be a lot, you know, very superstitious. Wear the same thing? Yeah. 100%. I yeah. had these shorts that went under my football pants, and we lost to our rival, and we made a pact. A bunch of the guys, we'd wear them every single day until we beat them. So we wore the same shorts underneath the pads every day for a year. I have to listen to that again. It says that four months, right? He said yeah, four, four months, months, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four months. Yeah, I just went jeans. back and listened to that's, the promo. Uh, that's four oof. months. It's bad. Oof. Speaking of superstition, me and uh, my brothers Paco and Durant, we've been on this run, you know, with the Chiefs lately. And, uh, yeah, every game it's, okay, what hoodie did you have on? What kind of pants? Yeah, yeah, that's where we are right now. Black hoodie, black sweats. Don't change it up. Black hat. Yeah, keep you it going. It. But wash it. Don't come in the house smelling like swamp ass. I, I, I never forget it because that uh, comeback the Royals had against Houston. Like right. a lot of people have superstitions okay. based on like, like they didn't move. Like I remember watching that game with Henry. Henry had to go to the bathroom and he was in the production. He would not move with that comeback going on because everybody that wasn't Henry watched that one. Oh yeah, he, okay, sat, good. he sat here in the production room, but he wouldn't go to the bathroom because he had the comeback. <laughs> it's like, do you actually want to move? I mean, everybody got superstitious during that game. What were you doing during that game? Did you stay doing what you're doing? And now shift to the belt, end of the plate. Breaking ball, ground ball up the middle. Correa, he misplayed it! The ball goes into center field! Two-run score, and this game is tied! And Carlos Correa... In the blink of an eye, goes from hero to goat. No, I remember exactly what I was doing. I was going to pick up the kids from school. It was right around school pickup time, and everybody had the game on. I mean, everybody had the game on. I remember exactly when that happened. Because fist pumping and honking in the car next to you is doing the same thing, fist pumping at you. Which is unreal because people were in their cars during that game. Yeah, so yeah. they're at home watching so, the game. Whatever, but there was if I were superstitious, I guess every every else game we need to go jump in the car and drive around. Because if that was the case, we'd all be just commuting around during during uh, meaningful Royals games. But no, that one was middle of the afternoon. I remember fist pumping in traffic with other people. Like, you're listening to the game too? Hell yeah. We had that one going on. So I think people remember that game. Where were you? What were you? Uh, valid. Uh, plumber be- checks in. I wore the same pants today I did yesterday. I feel weird, even though I could do it every day. <laughs> That's funny. Just going to do that. Uh, valid question coming in from the, uh, from the text line as well. Uh, how is it? Binkley was not a uh, PE teacher slash coach. 
We ask It'd ourselves be perfect, that, right? We ask ourselves that question every day. Coach Bink, he walks in with the gear on. I'm yeah, like, he's got. Sh- me 20, are, are we doing down. up downs, up downs? Let's he's roll. He's got the shorts. He's got the hat. He's got the dip in. Oh, yeah. got the, They're not bike shorts though. Remember the bike shorts? Yes, the bike yeah. coaching shorts. Everybody thinks bike shorts are like what you ride a bicycle. No, 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 no. You worn them? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually had a pair when I was a kid. I had a pair. They were awful. They were awful. Couldn't move too much. Yeah. Think of there. They were just. They were. Basically, baseball pants that were shorts that were cut off at your same material, like that that kind of flexible coach, coaching shorts. And the the, the company was Bike B I K E that made them, yep. and every coach had them. No, you're you're asking a question we've all asked ourselves: Why? Why is Binkley not? Why? Why? I missed that boat. You know? Why is Binkley missed not the boat been a, not been a high school football coach? I know, I know, it's crazy. I need a whistle. It's uh, it's not too late, Bink. Yeah. Give me a whistle. Does he wear a whistle on a stopwatch? Usually, yeah, usually. We took away the whistle because it it, it, it on, annoying on the radio. It's loud. You can't you can't be just doing that. Plus, he'd be like, yeah, the drop and give you twenty. He'd be doing that in the hallway to people. If I go to the combine with the stopwatch, it'd be like heaven. Stopwatch whistle. Let Bink- me see you burpee. Binkley does his draft show, and he's like, well, I don't know 40. what these others measure the combine, but my watch said. <laughs> That should be the next evolution of the the mock draft. I didn't even four four one. Binkley Binkley's own. You do your you watch the draft coverage on the NFL Network, but you do your own stopwatch and see what you come up with. Except you guys doing the forty, I could definitely do it then. Mm. Yeah, that's with a sundial. <laughs> ah, clings a four that's three. That's totally wow. different. <laughs> four three what? Mine is to be continued. Off the blocks. Uh Tom Brady. Does his little podcast? His it's his podcast, right? The Let's Go podcast. I don't know if that's yes. little though, Clay. I think it's kind of no. It's it's been pretty big. Yeah. It's been pretty big. I don't think big enough to to remove him from football. It's not New Heights level. But somebody somebody said, "Well, he's doing this podcast thing. It sounds like he's having fun and doing whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, he could he could still do that while he's playing. He's been doing that while he's playing. Does all the work. It has it has it has nothing to do with whether or not he's playing or not." But um, they uh, they chatted with Andy Reid. One, yeah. you got Andy Reid on the, uh, on the, the guess, Let's Go Let's Go podcast. But Tom Brady also shared what he imparted on one Patrick Mahomes. You know he's a tough guy, and I told him this the other night. You know, just that's what you know. I said I'm just really happy for you, and uh, you know that's what champions are made of. At the end of the day, you got to go out there and you got to do what he did, or else you know it. Then it, make it this far and do what? Just let some other team know you push to the limit and you go, look, this is what I'm here for. This is what's inspiring about sports. It's not how do I feel great all the time? Everyone talks about Michael Jordan when he was sick and the, the you know, you watch other people come out and be injured. You know, that's what we respect about sports. Not that we're trying to be, you know, put our lives on the line, which obviously is very scary, but you want to inspire people to dig really deep within themselves, not just physically, not just emotionally, and not just mentally. How do you, what are you made of? So Tom Brady sends a little attaboy out to Patrick Mahomes. Hey, tough guy. <laughs> Shoot some little text or whatever. Said he talked to him. He that, probably, was, that was impressive. I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to chat with him about it and tell him how tough I thought he was. He probably wants to replace Josh Allen in the match with Burrow. He's probably, I don't think Burrow plays golf, but. You got to, it's arguably Josh Allen doesn't either, but that's probably why he called him. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, I'm serious. Unnecessary. Mahomes Golf totally shot. carried Josh True. Allen. Yes, he did. He did. That's fact. The that's swing fact. juice. Yeah, because he, he had the swing juice. 
Andy Reed on the Let's Go podcast as well on protecting now Mahomes. You love the grit, uh, but sometimes you got to try to protect the player from the player too. So these these guys are wired different, uh, Jim. I mean that uh, you can hear it in Tom's voice. Uh, uh, they want to rip your heart out every possible way they can, jump on it, squeeze it, and everything else. And and that's the way Patrick was at that time. But yeah. I just wanted to make sure that some again wasn't broken because it, it was kind of an ugly, ugly look right there. But uh, once he once he got it checked out, he was he was good to go, and and uh, he's doing well now. So he he's uh, he's in a good place. And, and and how will you protect him leading up to the game so that he's able to play? Uh, I'm gonna keep I'm him away from himself. <laughs> I'm gonna let his offensive linemen take care of that. They, they need to feel that and uh, you know up their game a little bit here. I love that Andy Reid too. That like well that he was running out of practice yesterday. He's like I'm not gonna limit. You know, like, does the doctor say it's okay? It's okay. You gotta go test it. Whatever. He's not gonna like like baby it along. He just like yeah. He's out there playing. He's like he's gonna do what we'll go day to day and we'll see what happens. I love the approach of it all. It's like it's not gonna it's not gonna deviate just because it's the quarterback, right? I expect the quarterback going practice. If he doesn't, we'll figure it out. It's like, it's like just, just prime Andy Reid. And I love that he's uh, letting the offensive line wear this one. Orlando Brown, Easy Money University. Yeah, it's on these guys. Wear it. It's kind of like a subtle subtle little step up. Uh, It's on those guys to to protect him. Do better. Yeah. Well, I don't mind that either. Tom Um, gets all the guests. Gets Andy Reid and the AFC title game week. Come on. Yeah. It's not Jim Gray. Mm. It's Tom. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett has a new job. The no. uh, short term. <laughs> nice, nice guess, but no. Waffle House? No, he is the new, the former Broncos head coach, Blue Valley Northwest grad. Short term head coach of the Denver Broncos is the new offensive coordinator with the New York Jets. He's with Robert Sola. So, Nathaniel Hackett, who got undermined by. <laughs> His coach in Denver now has got to go figure out if Zach Wilson's the guy. Well, all the or great maybe, work he did with Russell Wilson. Or I'm sure it's going to fuel the the Aaron Rodgers to, to Jet rumors now, right? Because he worked with Aaron in Green Bay. Aaron is Joe Namath said he'd give up his number. gave gave him the the blessing to uh, to become the the head coach in Denver. I don't know. Maybe, maybe now they're they're trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers or make the the trade for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Bankley, thanks for dropping by today. You'll nice be clean. hosting uh, Friday night. D- different, yeah. Talk a lot of uh, EFC title game. I'm sure tomorrow come night I'm sure you'll that. be you'll be doing after hours. <laughs> I'm and then sure that'll be a, that'll be a prime subject. Look for a bunch of his uh, his draft coverage to come as well. Can't wait for that. Of course, right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Uh, we'll be at Rally House tomorrow morning. So come on out. Oak Park location, 97th and Quivera. We have 30 $10 Rally House gift cards to give away. Plus, plus five Patrick Mahomes jerseys will be given away. Five. During the show tomorrow. So come on by to Rally House. Tomorrow we'll have food. Chiefs ambassadors will be there. Always a good time at Rally House, 97th and Quivera location near the Oak Park Mall. The show begins at 5.58. Be there. The store will be open as well. What Get time? shopping on. 5.58. We'll see you tomorrow morning from Rally House. Talk to you later.